0: This is Nathan Shepard with G2P, and you're listening to Rock at Night.
1: This is Charissa Rocket Knight, and we're here in Tampa speaking with Nathaniel Shepard of G2P. G2P is currently our Band of the Month, and I wanted to find out from Nathaniel all about the origin of the band and what's in store. Nathaniel, hello there. Uh, how did you guys get started?
0: Well, I was actually in a bunch of bands growing up, and I wasn't writing the me- or the lyrics. So there was always a lot of cussing. Well, because I have kids, I wanted them to be able to listen to my music. So I. the last band that I was in, awesome band, but they also stopped wanting to bring people out to shows. They didn't feel they needed to do it anymore. So I quit the band, and three months later, I was asked by... Um, so, i setting up a show. They gave me six weeks to put a band together, and I could open the industry rock showcase for J Rock and Patty. And I was like, okay. So, um, I started G2P. And I put the band together within six weeks, and then we opened up the industry rock showcase. And that was back in 2011, September 2011.
1: So, who are the other members in the band, and what instruments do they play?
0: Well, you have uh, Sterling Siegfried. He's on drums and then you have Matt Mallory who's on bass and he sings most of the backups on stage but so does Sterling.
1: Now you call the band G2P but what does that stand for and tell me a little bit about the name.
0: Yeah the, the name actually stands for Give to the People and a lot of it is exactly that. Well I'm hoping to connect with people through the music. Um, every song that I write it has a deeper meaning. Like, there's always a story that's unfolding. Like, I'll never write a song where I feel like I'm just putting filler and fluff music and stuff like that. So, um, Give to the People is, I just want people to enjoy music like I enjoy music. And hopefully people can connect to my music, you know.
1: It's kind of hard to describe or pinpoint the genre of your music. It's kind of alternative, kind of punk, kind of funky, kind of reggae. Uh, how would you describe the genre?
0: Uh it is very cross genre. I, I would call it happy slam dance music. <laughs> it, I mean that covers so much. It's when I write the music, I don't have a genre in mind when I'm writing the music. I whatever the emotion is, then I write the song. Sometimes it is funk. Sometimes it's you know a little bit heavier rock. Sometimes it's you know the reggae, the alternative. You've even got some. I mean, uh, almost ninety ballad. <laughs> a couple of them. You know, it's uh, it's just it's whatever I'm feeling at the moment.
1: Have you been playing instruments a long time? Tell me a little bit about your background and playing music.
0: Well, growing up, my mom played acoustic, and um, so I knew that I wanted to play guitar from before I could walk. And then when I was eight, I finally got my first electric, and um, I've played every single day of my life since.
1: What kind of music did you listen to growing up?
0: Uh, It was very eclectic. Um, You know, Duran Duran, you also had... Journey, you had, you know, Simon and Garfunkel, but then you had Zeppelin, you had, you know, Van Halen big time, you know. uh, Then it kind of started progressing a little bit. It got into some of the the hair metal, but the darker hair metal. Um, Then it went into punk, your Bad Religions, your Fugazis, uh, stuff like that. And then it went commercial. I mean, from Green Day, I remember in 1994, I sat all summer, and I uh, I just kept listening to the Dookie album over and over again until I learned it all. It was all power chords, so I mean, you, you, yeah. Um, and then 311. I found 311 when I was 12 years old, and I never purchased another CD in my life except for 311. And um, they are the biggest influence over what I do.
1: A lot of the music is kind of funky or whatever. Uh, You're from Detroit area originally. We cover a lot of bands in Detroit. Uh, Do you listen to R&B or Motown or anything like that?
0: When I was younger, I used to sing a cappella. I was even in a a group called Colorblind. It was myself, my brother Josh, and then uh, a black guy named Bashir and a Spanish guy named Sue Craig, and we sang a cappella and boys to men type stuff. But I always had my guitar that I would always try to, like, in my mind, incorporate it into it. So G2P has been building since I was about 12 years old. And it just came to fruition, you know, four and a half years ago.
1: Now you have an EP that came out, a what, self-titled EP that came out in 2014. Uh, you want to talk about the EP? And also you have something special coming up in Orlando next, was it next month? When We'll talk about that too.
0: Yeah, it's actually in 10 days from now. We have um, our auditions for America's Got Talent, which will be pretty fun. Yeah, now, 99% of the bands don't get selected, so it's more of like a bucket list item just to go and, you know, go through the motions with them. So we're kind of excited about that. Um, and What was the other part of the question? Oh, the EP. <clears throat> we wrote a, I, I wrote a song called Animals, which explains... How I came to love music. I mean, it it explains exactly kind of who I am and, you know, the way I I go about it. But I recorded that at International Academy of Design and Technology, and we put it up on Reverb Nation. Uh, Within, I don't know, I guess a month or two, um, Capital USA contacted us and wanted us to do an album with them. So we did an album with them. So I was trying to... The songs that I had at the time that I thought would be the most fun to put down at the time. So the EP... Was initially the first six songs that I just wanted to put down, and since then, um, you know, obviously my vocals have have changed a lot. I like to think that they grew a lot. My range has almost doubled, but so the newer stuff that we have, the backups are a lot higher. You know, they're they're more complex as as we go on with the band. Obviously, the writing and my ability to be able to sing and play what I'm doing has completely changed. I I, I can separate my hands from my brain, so I can sing off key. And still be able to play what I'm playing. So that's been something that has actually been building up as well.
1: Are you playing any kind of touring or any kind of traveling and playing uh, out of town?
0: Yeah. uh, In April, we're actually going on a small tour. Um, It kicks off April 8th over in Daytona. And then we're just shooting up um, through Nashville. I believe we have Oklahoma, Arizona, Texas, uh, and Alabama on the bill. So we'll see how that goes.
1: Now, you said you played in Detroit uh, and opened with sali- for Saliva or something. You want to talk about that?
0: Yeah. It was, um, we got the opportunity to actually go up to Jackson's, which is right, yeah. Um, and so we packed up the cars. We, we took two different vehicles because the drums, our drummer at the time wasn't Sterling. It was this other guy, Rob. And um, he was a little guy who had a little car and all of his stuff wouldn't fit in my car. And so... We drove for 23 hours straight to get up there. Um, We got to the hotel. We checked into the club. We played for 40 minutes. Um, As I said, there were 16 bands on the bill and two dressing rooms, and G2P had one, and Saliva had a dressing room. So we opened it up to a huge party for everybody. And... um, we played our, you know, forty-minute set. We had a great time with everyone. We went back to the hotel. We slept the night. Woke up the next morning and drove twenty hours back home. So in other words, it was forty hours for forty minutes' worth of playing. But it was it was a great time. Plus, it felt good to be. Here.
1: Isn't that what they say about a musician? You you drive how many miles, and you pack up your car, and you spend so much money on equipment just to make like very little money. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and, you know, before, when you're on stage, it's, it feels like you're up there for five minutes. So uh, when you're getting off stage, it's like, damn it, I, we just got up here. You know, you're always wanting to play six more songs than what they're going to allow you to play. But, yeah, it is a lot of just um, love of the game.
1: What's the best thing about playing music and the worst thing about being a musician and playing music?
0: The best thing is it takes me away. Um when I'm at home and I'm playing and I look out, I'm staring at 50,000 people. When I'm on stage and I'm playing, I'm staring out and I'm staring at the window in the room that I play my guitar in. It's, uh, so the best part is that you lose yourself completely, and that's a good place to be. The worst part is um, not afraid, actually, being afraid to sound like someone else. It, I want to be original at all times I don't want it to come across simple I want everything I play to be complex because I feel like I'm cheating myself if it's not complex like I'm not pushing myself hard enough so to push yourself to write something better to be something better to be something different and unique that's probably the worst part because it's, you know I think if you're doing it right you should be putting a lot of pressure on yourself to be, you know, yourself
1: You've been playing music for a long time what are your observations about changes in the industry through the years?
0: I think it's quite cyclical. Um, I mean, obviously, in my time since I've been playing music, there have been a lot of new genres that pop up, even though the music's still the same. You know, it just changes the name, it doesn't change what the music is. Like Tom Petty, what would he be considered? Would he be considered rock? Or would he be alternative? Or would he be alternative folk? You know what I mean? Where he always knew it just as, as rock, you know? <clears throat> um, I'm not a fan of synthesizers. And I'm not a fan of a lot of electronic music on top of, you know, real instrumentation. Um, so watching that come and go and get big and then fall off. And then a couple years later, it'll pop up and then it'll fall off again. Um, that's annoying.
1: It's funny you mention about uh the change in names. I I notice what they call alternative or indie today is actually pop from yesterday. But they wanna make it sound kinda edgy or cool, so they call it alternative. That's that's just what I think. What do
0: you think? I agree. I agree. Yeah, and uh Yeah, it's I, I think it's pretty funny. Oh. It is pop. Yeah, it's commercial pop. Yeah. So um You know, and some of us, some of actually G2P's music almost falls into that genre, you know, Uh, minus obviously no electronics and stuff like that. But um, I don't know. I guess you don't really try to stay away from it, but it's not really ever a goal or a purpose of what we're doing.
1: Let's talk a little bit about electronics. What kind of gear do you like to use? Do you use any kind of effects?
0: Yeah, I used to use like nine pedals. I've cut it down to actually... How many pedals? I have a Wah, a, a distortion, <laughs> um, I have a an octave booster, um, and then I use. It's a distortion pedal called OCD, but what I do is I turn the distortion all the way off of it. Um, I use it so when I'm playing clean guitar, it has a small rasp in it, almost like a 50s bluish style. So I never go completely clean in anything I'm playing. So I have two distortion pedals, but one I just use as a clean channel. So in total, I use four pedals.
1: Any kind of special amps that you like to use?
0: Um... Ever since I was a kid, I always idolized anyone who had a Marshall stack. So I had an Ibanez uh, Solid State that I used for a decade. It toured all over Florida with me. I mean, I played it until it was just dead, until I could afford my, you know, Marshall. I have a JCM 2000, and then I have just, you know, their uh, 4x12 cabinet.
1: I like Marshall myself and and Fender. (laughs) (laughs) Those are my favorites. I notice a lot of people now are using more Black Star and Orange and some of the other ones, but I guess I'm kind of old school.
0: Yeah, I like I like the classic sound of Marshall. Obviously, I use the OCD to tweak the style um, because obviously Marshall is, is English. So they have that kind of, it's almost like a, a hiss to me, you know, like a shh when it's in its distortion state. But... Yeah, the sound is impeccable. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love two amps. Yeah. It's um it just adds another layer, I think, you know. It makes a, it fills out the rest of the sound.
1: If you could collaborate with anybody, if you could play with someone, who would it be?
0: I would love to collaborate with either 311 or Eminem. I would love to see how many words Eminem could put behind one of our songs because a lot of it is actually I write it in hip-hop on the acoustic before I write it on the electric, and then I transfer it to rock or, you know, whatever the genre is going to be or whatever. But it's um, I originally write everything real quick-tongued, almost like hip-hop. So, yeah, that would be great. Plus, we're from the same town, you know.
1: Detroit, yes. Do you keep, like, a little notebook or post-its whenever you come up with an idea? What do you do when you're inspired?
0: Uh, I actually have one book I write all my lyrics in and then I have another book that I write every single set list that we ever play with, dated and everything like that. Um, when I'm writing music, though, I sometimes I find melodies while I'm driving down the road. Um, I don't listen to the radio too much or CDs. I actually just ride my car quiet and I just think and I write a lot of music, though. And so I record a lot of it into my phone.
1: I notice a lot of people uh, use voice notes on their phone because you might be at a traffic light or something and someone, something will hit you and yeah. got to put it down before you forget it. Uh, anything for 2016 that's interesting coming up? Let's see, you've got the, uh, the deal in Orlando coming up and a little tour, anything else that, that's on the horizon or is it kind of up in the air right now?
0: Well, February 27th, we're playing a showcase at the Brass Mug, and that's actually for um, for different uh, music executives. So it's actually a nice evening because it's you want to wear almost as if you're going to a cocktail party. So you want to dress up a little bit, so a little bit of business dress. Um, yeah, and we're hoping for a really, really good turnout. You could get the tickets uh, from wanttickets.com forward slash G2P. And it will take you to our site uh, where you can save a couple bucks. But we definitely need a lot of people at this show.
1: Thanks for talking with me. And uh, we'll catch you at the Brass Mug, hopefully. And good luck to you in Orlando during your audition.
0: Well, thank you very much. And it is definitely a pleasure meeting you. And thank you for taking the time to find out about G2P. You're listening to Rock at Night. Thanks for
1: the intro, Melody. It's called Get On Down by Billy Bass Alford. Thanks.